Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Either you're with the billionaire class or you're with the working class. I don't think they're honking for the CEOs. No, they're not. Good morning, Alex Pearson here with you. And uh, that, of course, some of the sound we're hearing stateside in a historical um, strike involving all the big three auto unions. Uh, But we here in Canada are on our way. We're just hours from our own auto strike. And we're expecting some kind of update this afternoon by National President of uh, Uniform. She'll uh, update the members as to where things stand. But uh, they are warning that they're preparing for strike here because they seem to be miles apart on key issues. And when you look at the situation stateside, um, the United Auto Workers uh, are seeking a 36% pay hike. They also want a four-day work week. And they're negotiating with more than one auto company, unlike uh, here in Canada, where they're right now negotiating with Ford. But GM so far has offered 20% increases. Stellantis is offering 17.5. And the unions are saying, no, not, not enough. We want what we want, and we want it now. What are the details of the demands being made here in Canada? We don't know, just that they're not close. And so how long is this thing going to last? That is the question. Stephanie Wallcraft is a writer for driving.ca, so obviously watches this stuff very closely. Appreciate having you. My pleasure. What are you seeing and what are you hearing? Because even getting updates as to where they might be in negotiations or, or the, you know, the complexities on both sides of the border, because they're not actually the same strike, but they very much are very consequential. So where do things stand in Canada? And what's different about the way the negotiations are here versus in the U.S.? I think the primary thing we're talking about is that in the U.S., the unions have taken a completely different approach to negotiating with the automakers than they have in union history. Mm-hmm. Typically, the U.S. side does the same as what the Canadian side has done in the past and is doing with this negotiation, which is that they pick one automaker to target. All the contracts tend to come up at once. They'll choose the one that they think is likely to give them the closest to what they want and then achieve that contract and use that negotiation to roll out negotiations to co- to secure contracts with the other two major automakers. That's not what, what, what is happening in the U.S. at all. For the first time, they've actually targeted one plant is on strike at each of the automakers at the same time. Right. What's really interesting about this, and um, it's a very high-profile analyst named Sam Pirani in the U.S. who pointed this out, the plants that they've chosen produce mid-sized SUVs, which are the bread and butter of all of these automakers right now, but... They're also vehicles that happen to be in pretty significant supply relative to the rest of the industry. And so it looks huge and it is huge. But it, because of where they've chosen to start, it's kind of a shot across the bow of saying, look at the power we have here. And to answer your initial question of how is that going to translate in Canada, Canada's going about the negotiation in a more traditional way. Right. They're doing what they've always done. They're starting with one automaker. This time they started with Ford. And they're hoping to secure a contract with Ford that's going to give them leverage to get what they want out of General Motors and Stellantis. And 
but as you said, so whoever top. sets the bar, so Ford would yes. set the bar. So whatever they get with Ford, that's the other two, you, you know, companies would have to, to meet that. More or less. Yeah. There are always slight differences, but, but Ford is going to be the one in Canada, at least it looks like, unless the unions shift and take a similar tack to what's happening in the U S Ford, the Ford contract will be the one that becomes the standard for the other two. Yeah. But there's also the, the added pressure that the unions, uh, you know, the brothers will want to support the brothers, you know, like they, you know, the U S walks, uh, Canada will walk. I'm not sure how, how this will um, break down, but it's expected, I guess, that they're going to walk tonight because I don't think they're that, all that close. So what does it look like then? And when do you think they ratchet things up, uh, certainly on the, on, the, on the American side? This week. It's going to start getting serious very quickly. The thing that I haven't seen a lot of people talk about yet that to me is the, is the linchpin is for the first time in a long time, the workers have the power right. in this negotiation, right? The entire labor environment right now is very primed to support workers because people are suffering from inflation, but that amount that they're making, yes, automakers are, they, they, they earn a secure middle class wage, but that's not going as far as it used to. And we all see it and we all feel it. And so I think a lot of people from a lot of industries are watching these negotiations and sort of cheering for the little guy in a sense. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side though, I mean, the little guy being the taxpayer here in Canada, certainly right. just spent $28 billion uh, to subsidize an industry that we were assured would be uh, getting our foothold in a, a, you know, a generational change. And so I think a lot of people here look at it and say, well, we just gave an enormous amount of money. Um, the thought of a strike is not going to sit well with a lot of people. That, that may be true, but at the same time, that's, that's part of why the workers have the power that they do right now, because the automakers are also investing a, an equal amount, just about, of that money. So they've got a lot of money at stake. Yeah. Plus, this, this transition to EVs, plus the, the labor environment is such that it's just, there's, there's not, there are no workers anywhere. Yeah. And so it's as much as, yes, it's going to probably come back and hurt the, the regular Joe's us paying our taxes in the in the long run, especially if it drags on for a long time, which it looks like it will. What's a long time? I mean, because we, we oh. saw with the BC Porter strike, I mean, even their union had said, take take the offer. And they said, no, we're not taking it. So we've seen this movement where you got labor uh, even bucking their union head and saying, no, we're not. This is not a good enough offer. So they clearly do think that that this is on their side. And so um, how long what's long in your mind? I could see this. I wouldn't be surprised to see it go months, Ugh. plural. Yeah. Jeez. And I mean, as that goes on, that's, we're going to be in a worse situation than we already have been. The industry yeah. still hasn't recovered from supply chain issues from COVID. And so we're going to be right back in that same situation. And the end result is probably going to be that because the automakers are, are mm -hmm. in a position where they, they pretty much have to pay, Nobody wants to move production overseas at the moment because the global political yeah. climate is so unstable. And so they're going to pay North American workers to keep the production here right now. The end result for us all is going to be that that money's got to come from somewhere. And so car prices are going to be coming up as supply gets really short and it's going to be tough for a while. If you've got your finger on a button ready to buy a car right now that's on the lot, do it because it's going to probably go up in price and demand very shortly. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right, Stephanie. I Thanks, I think. <laughs> we'll talk again. I, I hope you're wrong in every part of that conversation, but I do appreciate you having it with me. My pleasure. There you go. Stephanie Walcraft uh, putting it out there. So she thinks it'll last months. And again, we, we just can't afford it. We just cannot afford it.